Hey y'all, this is Bryson Bryant from Hunting, Fishing, and the Great Outdoors. So today, uh, we're going to talk about whitetail deer, know what you're hunting. Um, I've actually done a video on, the, on this already on uh, YouTube, um, but I'm going to go over it again. I've actually added more details in this podcast. Uh, but before we get started, um, I'm going to read some scripture. Scripture we're going to be reading is John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that, whos- that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. All right, y'all. So let's get started. Um, so as we all know, the rut's coming up uh, soon. I don't know if it started in your state yet. I mean, it starts at different times all over the country. Um, but with that being said, it's starting in South Carolina where I hunt uh, Halloween weekend. So I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. So what I wanted to do was go over whitetail deer. Like I said, the segments, whitetail deer, know what you're hunting. So basically, uh, what I'm going to do is go over some facts and some pointers um, about whitetail deer. You know, a lot of people go out and they just hunt this animal and they don't really know anything about it. They just know, okay, well, they taste good, which is very true. They taste awesome. Um, so whitetail deer are abundant. They're found in Mexico, through all throughout the continental U.S., Um, And in some parts of the Yukon, there's actually a rule. Uh, The farther you get away from the equator, the bigger the deer are. So basically what that means is, you know, like a deer in Florida is going to be super small, right? But if you go up to Alaska or Montana or, you know, like north, northwest states, they'll be a whole lot bigger. Um, And that's the Allen and Bergamon rule. Uh, Deer actually, they actually have dichromatic vision. And basically what that means is they can see yellow and blue a whole lot better than they can red or orange or green. Um, and they actually have 2100 vision, which is, which is awful. Um, I mean, it's not super bad. So, I mean, well, it is. But anyway, they can actually, they actually make up for it, though, because they can actually see better at night. So, you know, I mean, we can't hardly see at night. And, you know, when you think of a deer... They'll, they'll, they'll get up. They move a lot more at nighttime when, you know, they have less pressure, less hunting pressure, uh, when there's a lot less hunters out in the woods. Um, so they'll, they'll go and they'll forage and they'll eat and do whatever deer do at nighttime. And then they'll get up or, you know, usually when you go and do the early, early morning hunt, the reason you see the deer is because they're actually going back to their bedding area, uh, usually. Um, and then, you know, they'll, they'll go and they'll, they'll forage a little more in a couple more hours so they'll get up around like noontime like you know like 11 30 to 1 and then they'll lay down until the evening hunt you know usually like four o'clock to uh you know until it gets dark um but you know that's that's why you know hunters wear uh hunter orange uh it's because they can't make out that color Um, and you know, you wear camo and basically, you know, a lot of hunters think, okay, well I'm wearing camo, so I'm invisible to these deer. No, that's not the case at all. Basically it's just breaking you up, you know, your figure, uh, they can't make you out as well. Uh, but it doesn't mean you're invisible. So, um, and they can't, they, you know, they, where their eyes are placed, they can actually see a whole, their, 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 uh, their view, you know, their range range of view is so much better than ours they can actually see movement like behind them um you know just avoid predators and stuff 
Uh, and, you know, so with their vision, you know, they, they have 2100. But with that being said, what they lack in vision, they actually make up and smell. So they can actually smell a human from a quarter mile of a, you know, quarter mile away. That's, that's freaking awesome. Um, and with that being said, you know, uh, that's why we got to use field spray. We need to, you know, you need to spray down. I, I always spray down when I go out in the woods. I use just whatever field spray I have. Um, you know, you can buy stuff from the store. Uh, you can buy clothing that'll actually block your scent. Um, and you can buy detergent, uh, the scentless detergent. Don't use, don't use some of the stuff, some of the big name stuff like Tide and stuff like that. They'll actually brighten your clothes and it'll actually make it easier for deer to spot you. So there's, there's, um, certain brands that are specifically made for hunting. I would prefer, you know, y'all use that, but you know, it's just whatever y'all want to do. Me, I, I, I'm, I swear by, um, field spray, uh, but there's also cover scent, you know, you can use like a uh, fox urine or, um, I know there's one, there's one brand, uh, it kind of looks like a, a deodorant stick and it's actually deer bedding and you can use it on your shoes or whatever, you know, you can use it. Uh, I used to use it on my, my shoes when I was walking in and I would kind of rub it on my, um, on my shirt sleeve or whatever, if I was wearing a long sleeve shirt, uh, and it don't, <laughs> it don't smell very good, but it'll, it'll keep them deer from smelling you. So that's why I used it. Um, uh, and, um, another thing is, is deer will actually, they move more in cold weather. Not, not that they don't move in warm weather, but they, they move more when it's cold outside. So, you know, ranging from like, you know, zero to, or, you know, lower than that to usually about 60 degrees, 60 degrees is, you know, that's, they move pretty good in that, that type of weather. Um, and you, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, there ain't no reason to hunt in the rain. That's not true. Um, I, I've hunted in the rain before. Uh, you know, usually when it's a heavy rain, you don't want to hunt, you don't want to hunt a heavy rain because all they're going to do is they're going to go down, they're going to go in bed, they're going to go bed down and you're probably not going to see them deer. Now, if it's like a light drizzle or, you know, a steady, calm, soft rain, them deer will go about their, go about their normal activities as if it was a sunny day. Um, and you're actually more likely to see deer in the rain because it actually helps their smell. Rain helps their sense of smell, which is really weird. I didn't know that, but, uh, I've been, you know, been studying about these deer. Um, just more, you know, I guess. Um, and you, there's, you'll actually see them more, um, right after a rain or mist. Uh, so, you know, don't, don't let rain stop you from hunting. Don't be one of those guys that stays at camp and makes you a big old sandwich and takes a nap or whatever. Go out there, do your thing and harvest you a beautiful animal. Another thing is, is, you know, you have hunters that say, uh, oh, well, heavy wind. I'm not going out there. The wind's too heavy. Okay. Me personally, I have seen deer. Okay. I have, I have seen deer and heavy wind in the morning time. Okay. So it's about a 50, 50, uh, deer actually prefer heavy wind in the morning because it, it'll block the noise that they make when they go through the woods. So, you know, you got a lot of hunters that are like, oh, well, I don't like heavy wind. And, you know, I understand it because, you know, it 
moves your sin around if you're up in your stand or whatever. Usually I use a ground blind, so I'm, I'm kind of covered anyway. As long as, you know, it's, the you know, I mean, I'm usually pretty good about being covered up. Um, but if you're using a stand or you're sitting on the ground or whatever, I can kind of understand that. But I've also stocked deer and heavy wind because they can't hear you. So it works out. They actually have hearing that's similar to ours. So they can't, I think they can hear a little bit better than us, but not much better. So it kind of works out. Um, and you know, then with that being said, I, like I said, I was stalking that deer and, and I was stalking her and I got real close, probably about 10, 15 yards away, had a crossbow and, um, she turned around, started coming back up the hill and I had nowhere to hide. I only had like a two foot pine tree. So I tried ducking behind that. Obviously that didn't work. She took off. So don't, don't do that. Don't be that, that guy that, you know, tries to stock that, stock that deer and the deer runs off. Um, at nighttime, you're less likely to see a deer when it's windy outside. And that's because they they don't want to be hunted by a predator. So the predation, uh, they're afraid, um, that they, you know, they'll be hunted. So you won't see deer out in the open during a heavy wind. But with that being said, if you want to go and try to hunt like the hardwoods, you know, go, go hunt like walnuts or, um, acorns or, you know, somewhere that's covered because they feel safer in those areas when there's a heavy, a heavy wind, they're not going to come out of those areas because they're, you know, they're, they feel safe. Deer eat a lot of uh, forage, Uh, acorns, walnuts, poison ivy, mushrooms, clover, flowers, uh, you know, just, just all those things that are out in the woods. They actually have a a stomach similar to a cow. They have three chambers in there, so they can actually eat mushrooms that we can't even eat. Uh, You know, the poisonous stuff that would be poisonous to us and would kill us doesn't hurt deer. Um... And I didn't know this, but they, they will actually eat small rodents and birds. They're actually op- opportunistic hunters. A lot of people think they're just, you know, vegetarians or whatever. That's not the case. Deer will eat other animals, but it's less likely. It's usually when they're really hungry. And I had I didn't know that. But, you know, it gives you kind of perspective on a deer. It's just whatever uh, seems good to them at that time or is in front of them at that time. Deer are very social animals. Uh, they have many different ways of telling other deer if it's safe or unsafe. When threatened, they will stomp their foot. I've seen this. I've seen a small four-point come out, and I was sitting on the ground. He's probably about, say, probably about 10 foot away. I mean, I was that close to that deer. With a crossbow again, and um, I'm sitting there, and I'm just watching him, and he comes out, and he starts stomping that foot, and he's staring at me. And basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to make you move. They're trying to get you to move and um, see what you are. So as long as you don't move and you sit still, usually that'll work. Don't make eye contact with a deer. They, they got this weird sense about them. They'll, they know. So usually if they're looking at me, I'll look away. I won't look at them or I'll just, you know, kind of just look down. Won't look at them and, you know, once they turn around or whatever, then go back to looking at them. Um, anyway, like I was saying, uh, they'll stomp their foot 
which in turn leaves it leaves a scent and this sense basically like hey guys you know i feel i feel threatened uh feels dangerous this situation doesn't feel right and they'll let other deer know in that area like hey don't come out They will flash their white tail. Uh, usually, when they're they're in danger or they feel really threatened, I, I know I know some of you other hunters have seen this. I've seen it multiple times. I hate to say that, but this year during bow season, I've seen this a lot. So I, I was hunting on the ground. I enjoy hunting on the ground. I like being as close to them deer as I can, uh, but it doesn't always work out. So I'm actually going to switch to stand. Um, but I, I freak some deer out, and you'll see them take off, and you'll see them throw that white tail up, and basically that's like, hey, see you, bud. You're not seeing me again, you know. And um, it's another another thing about that is they'll let them deer, other deer know, like this is dangerous. Don't don't come around here. And usually when they're running away, you'll hear this this sound. <laughs> they make that noise. You're done. That's it. You might as well. I'm not going to say hang it up because I've, I've seen other deer come out even after they've blown or whatever. That's what they call it. They call it blow. You know, they'll blow. And um, I've seen I've seen a bunch of deer come out afterwards. It's not like going to bust your hunt or whatever. You know, you have a lot of hunters that are like, oh, yeah, you get blown out. That's it. You're done. That's not, that's not true. Don't get discouraged. Stay out there. Wait it out. You know, it might be like an hour or two before you see another deer. But you'll probably see another deer. Just, just telling you from experience. If they don't feel threatened, they'll flick their tail side to side. So I've seen this too. You know, usually when they're eating corn or whatever, you'll see their tail going in the back. And basically what that means is like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel in danger. So I'm just going to sit here and do my thing. They'll go about their business. They'll do whatever they're doing. Um... And then, you know, walk off into the woods or get shot or whatever, whatever, you know, preferences. So here's, here's the main, main event. All right. The rut. The rut is when does are going into estrus. And basically what that means is when they're, they're ready to be bred by bucks. So, you know, you'll have a lot of deer going into estrus. They'll start or these does will start going into asterisks and they'll start um, being more territorial. Uh, does, you know, older does will actually start becoming more territorial towards younger does. And they'll start fighting. So it's not just the bucks. But at this time, a, high, a hierarchy is actually established between bucks. So this is when you'll start seeing them fight. And you'll start seeing them, um, or well, a little before this, it's about pre-rut. It's like right before the rut hits. And they'll start peeing on their legs, which in, turns, which in turn makes their, their hawks black. And basically what that is, is they're, you know, they're trying to give off a scent. It'll go on their tarsal gland and it'll make this scent. And, you know, they'll start doing uh, rubs um, and scrapes. So your, your rubs are, you know, where you see your tree all torn up and, you know, you can tell a deer, a buck's been rubbing his antler on it. And he's got another gland up there around his eyes. And that's what he's doing. He's, he's, re, he's leaving a scent. He's telling other bucks like, hey, this is my area. Leave this place alone. You have another buck come in there, they're going to fight. And they'll leave them them uh, them scrapes along the ground. And basically, it's just dirt. It's all, you know, it's about in a line. It's probably about two foot by three foot, we'll say. Or, you know, something like that along them lines. And you'll see them out in the woods. And what they're doing is they'll pee right there. You know, the tarsal gland thing. They'll pee. They'll, 
they'll leave that smell there. And then another buck will come along, smell that. And, you know, it, it, you know, the fight's on. They'll start fighting. They'll establish a hierarchy, which, you know, like, who's the biggest, baddest buck in the woods? Stuff like that. Um, but, you know, one of the reasons, you, you know, if, if you're out there during the rut, these deer, these does that are in estrus, they'll run. And it's not because, it's not because they're scared. It's basically nature's way of her getting her scent out there. And trying to find the biggest, baddest buck that she can. It's nature's way of having uh, the best buck win, basically. Um, and all these bucks are worried about is breeding at this point in time. You'll, you know, they'll go days, days without eating or sleeping, and they'll just chase doe and breed doe just the whole time. And necessarily, even you know, even if he breeds a doe, it doesn't mean that that doe is bred. Um, she'll keep going around and she'll keep trying to find bucks to breed with. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and this is usually the time you'll see the most mature deer, uh, or bucks out in the woods. They don't care about time, time of day. They don't care about nothing. All they're cared about is that doe where she's at. So if you have does on your camera, uh, more power to you. I hope that you, you get the biggest, baddest buck out there. Uh, 12 point or whatever <clears throat> but yeah just just keep up with your corn uh or whatever you're doing see in south carolina we can we can hunt over corn uh that's legal um but yeah i mean just you know just stick with it and just keep hunting hard i hope that these these tips and this information helped you in any type of way um and i hope you guys have an amazing day out in the deer woods or wherever you are and uh just you know i pray that all of you have uh the most amazing time hunting out there whether you be with your son or your daughter or your loved ones whoever you know whoever whatever um and that god blesses you and just um if you like this podcast uh just keep coming back i'll have more uh episodes on here and um just thank y'all thank y'all for your support and your time um have a great day and god bless